also realized that there were some great David Villar highlights, although we might not have been pronouncing his name the way it's supposed to be pronounced the whole time. Uh, David VR has officially become a guy with San Francisco. We'll get some of those highlights that I have stumbled across, and they're not all offensive highlights later on in this segment in celebration of VR hitting his first Major League Baseball home run over the weekend against a former Ray. But let's talk about a certain Ray lefty who can zing it in there. You know I'm talking about Shane McClanahan. And no surprise, but still cool and awesome to tell you that he's a Major League Baseball All-Star and is the first former USF Bulls baseball player to be named a Major League Baseball All-Star. Absolutely zero surprise that he would be named an All-Star, but the first in Bulls history makes it extra special. The way he's been going, and there's been a lot of support along these lines, I'm guessing that Shane stands a really good chance of starting in the All-Star game next Tuesday at Dodger Stadium. We'll find that out soon enough. A really good article on the Rays official website, RaysBaseball.com, will take you there about how his career came to be and how he has really just added to his arsenal as opposed to just coming in and having what he had. Of course, the headliner at first was he could throw 100 miles an hour plus, and then he had a pretty good breaking ball, how he decided to change his breaking ball into two different pitches, a nasty curve and a sharp slider, and then coming into this year, adding a different grip on his changeup and giving himself four top type of pitches and maybe the best stuff in all of Major League Baseball top to bottom. He leads the American League in ERA, a 173, strikeouts, 141, and his whip is .815. Shane McClanahan, out of the 2018 season, went with sort of that sandwich pick late in the first round to the Rays. There's a little bit of drama that you might have forgotten about where was he going to sign or not? He could have come back to USF, and selfishly, we were kind of hoping he would, but now looking back, glad the way it worked out for certain. Said that we had gone back and listened to some audio. In fact, this is going to be the perfect example of what we can do with our second channel, Bulls Unlimited 2. Again, for a couple of years, we would schedule it fully with a variety of old games and recent games. Uh, what we're going to do this year and what we started to do this summer is basically make the channel just live on game days when necessary while also playing Bulls Beat for you in the early afternoons on Bulls Unlimited 2. But when it's not playing the USF fight song and alma mater music, we have the ability to put anything on there because, of course, it's still a live channel. As a matter of fact, the plan during the season is the day after any game in the fall, such as soccer or volleyball, we'll probably just replay those games maybe in the 2 to 8 block every single day so you can rely upon that. But yesterday, right when the news came down that Shane McClanahan was an all-star, I decided to dig back and just toss up a couple of his great performances from that last season, 2018. The first game against North Carolina definitely stood out. Tar Heels came to town ranked 7th, and, well, they ended up winning the series, including 9-8 to eight in 10 innings in the finale, so it was a nail-biter sort of finish to the series. But the tone was set by Mr. McClanahan in the Game 1 victory. Shane McClanahan? All likelihood is final inning. See if you can get through it. Drops in the curveball. And now it seems like just from watching him 0-2 with the uh, four-run cushion, he's looking even more comfortable. And even before that, of course, striking out the side in the last inning, he's getting to this part of the game, the zone, as it were. That ball, though, is hit up the middle. It's going to be a tough play. Can wisely make it to his right and fires it over to first base to Janord. 
Wisely's toughest play of the night. Right there, that ball just almost broke across the inside corner of the plate, but instead brings up a full count. McClanahan wanted that, but it was the right call, and it just didn't get that break that he was looking for. So three and two pitch here, kind of crucial. Would give North Carolina's North Carolina two runners. Instead, he looks at a curveball that broke exactly where he wanted that previous one to break, right down the middle of the plate for a strikeout, number 10. And now Shane McClanahan is one strike away from probably having his night in and definitely, if it is, having it in in good fashion with six shutout innings. Well, now if you're Martirano, you have to think, can I afford to look for the two-strike breaking ball? If I do that, is he going to bust me with a fastball? Hmm. We'll see what he has here on one and two. It is a fastball, and he swings and misses. Comes up empty. Shane McClanahan pumps his fist, pumped that in there at 95 miles an hour, and he's got 11 strikeouts, and the Bulls indeed get six shutout innings. Probably that's it for Shane McClanahan. If it is, great job. And again, we replayed that entire game for you on Bulls Unlimited 2 on Sunday, along with the no-hitter combined with Shane McClanahan, 15 strikeouts in six innings against Army. And then it was Carson Ragsdale coming on to finish the job there in the no-hitter. We'll probably drop those games in there a few more times on Bulls Unlimited 2. Of course, you heard Jim Lauk there. And that was my first ever baseball play-by-play game, at least live. You definitely don't know this, but, you know, folks at USF, Mark Harlan and them, wanted to make sure I could do baseball. So I slid stealthily into the ballpark there in Clearwater in 2017 during the conference tournament and off to the side into a tape recorder did some play-by-play and then actually sat down in a booth. The Blue Jays were nice enough to accommodate me so I got to see guys like Kevin Biggio and you know the Guerrero sorts while I was practicing my play-by-play chops. But anyway, Jim Lauk used to call the games with us long time before Bulls Unlimited was around and then this ESPN Plus thing came along and snatched him over into the TV booth but that was fun to listen back to and I guess I wasn't too terrible on that first broadcast. I gotta say that first season of course Shane McClanahan ended up getting a first round draft pick position either way but he did struggle with his control 48 walks in about 76 innings. Pete Strzelecki actually grabbed more wins in conference play That was the year, of course, 2018, where USF was second in the conference. Nine teams in the league at the time, so eight series, and they ended up winning six. But five of those series victories came after they lost the the first game, the Shane McClanahan game. Needless to say, he has smoothed out those control issues and is an all-star for the first time. Speaking of Pete Strzelecki, of course, he got his first major league action earlier this year for the Brewers. He has since then been sent back down to the minors, but still doing great stuff for AAA Nashville and is on the 40-man roster. We told you last week about getting his first call-up. David Villar will be taking part in the Major League Baseball Futures game, and he got his first Major League home run for the San Francisco Giants on Friday night in San Diego off Blake Snell, of all people. Actually struck out three times in the next game, and you thought maybe you know he'd get a seat, but no, right back out there at second base yesterday as the Giants scored 12 runs. I guess Evan Longoria trying to ease the tension there with the Giants, even though he's on the DL, organized a home run derby before Saturday's game, and sure enough, the good vibes carried over, but VR yesterday, two more hits, and a walk he's hitting 250. The Giants are just a couple of games above 500, even though they've been struggling. 
we didn't know this, and I'd kind of forgotten the Major League Baseball playoff format has expanded. So we start to root for teams outside of the Rays, especially like the Giants now with VR. Yes, they are quote-unquote struggling, but right there in the wild card hunt. If you aren't familiar, this year, the three division winners and three wild cards. And the big difference is basically instead of those one-game playoffs, which... Yeah, they were exciting. Yeah, the extra team, the extra wild card made more teams still in the running. But I always thought that was kind of sudden. So that's out the window. The top two division winners get to sit out the first round. The weakest, if you will, division winner will play the, well, third weakest wild card in a three-game series. And the better team gets to host. And then the top two wild cards also play a three-game series at the home of the better seed. So if you're looking at the Rays, we'll get to the Giants in a second. They're not winning the division, so it's all about trying to get that top wild card spot. You get to be at home. What a major difference that's going to be. I actually love the format. And they are right there at the midway point with the Red Sox right behind them. And guess who comes to Tropicana Field this week? And Shane McClanahan is pitching against them on Wednesday. As far as the Giants go, yeah, they've been struggling with those last two wins, get them two games above 500. And like the Rays, they're kind of out of it for the division, but right there in the wild card hunt, they're just trying to get one of the three spots. They're two behind the Phillies who sit in the third spot currently. Hey, speaking of VR, said we had some highlights and one was not offensive. He made some great plays at third base. I just told you how the Bulls that season won six series. They only lost one, and actually Shane McClanahan won the first game at Houston before the Cougars turned that one around. And then they tied a series. Yes, this was more than a little bit bizarre. Late in the season at Wichita, Shockers actually run-ruled the Bulls. I did not know there was a run-rule. Now it's at 10 runs in conference play. But at the time, there was a 15-run run rule in Wichita State hit a three-run walk-off homer in the bottom of the eighth. Now, that was a game where McClanahan walked five, gave up six and three innings. He was long gone, and boy, it didn't look good. The Bulls turn around and win the second game nine to six. And then they tied the third game. The good old, it's a getaway day, and you got to catch a flight. And if the game's still going at a certain time, it is over if it's tied. And that was the case. Looked like the Bulls were going to maintain their 9-5 to lead that they had thanks to some incredible leather flashed by David Villar. And if you didn't see this play when it was being televised by the Wichita State folks, you didn't see it because they didn't replay it at the stadium. And, well, here's how it sounded. I was there. Taking his time out of the stretch, here it is. Tries a fastball, and David Villar makes a great diving play. He might get him at first. He does! Oh, my goodness! A highlight reel diving play by David Villar. Alec Bohm scorched that ball. Villar had no chance to get up and get the runner at third with the force, so he had to throw it hard across the diamond to barely get Boom. They have a video replay system here. Wouldn't mind seeing that one, but I guess no luck there. But it was a great play, and it ends the inning dramatically for the Bulls. They keep their lead at four. And, yes, that was future very high draft pick of the Phillies. Alec Baum, and yes, I was pronouncing his name wrong. But, you know, David, correct us next time. You're definitely VR. And you're definitely in the pros and you hit your first major league home run on Friday night. I guess I should probably throw in a home run highlight. He could do those as well. In fact, the first one is from that very same game. And my next highlight, well, you'll hear as we wrap up the baseball segment of the show, listening back to some of the current former standouts in the pros, former Bulls. One of my favorite moments that you might have missed or forgotten about as VR was a triple away from the cycle. 
still made it. And boy, that ball is crushed by David Villar, and that's going to make it over the wall. An absolute hammer job. Anything in the gap, you got to be thinking three. You still get the double anyway. You know what I mean? When you get thrown out at third, got to hit the ball first. And it's 0-2. He's, he's definitely hacking up there, that's for sure. Here's the pitch from Stereshevsky, and that ball was drilled to right. You know what? It might drop in the right spot, and instead it is caught by the right fielder. What a great play, and I'm telling you, that would have been the type of hit ball that would have been a triple had it not been for Kyle Corbin, an extremely fast player who tripled earlier and just made the catch of the night. Talk about something that does not show up in the box score. The Bulls win at Bethune-Cookman. This was early in the 18th season, 16-1. to VR doubled in the first inning, homered in the fourth, had a single, and as you heard, needed the triple. And Bethune-Cookman's right fielder decided to foil that. That's how close VR came to hitting for the cycle. So we hope you enjoyed the flashbacks and of course telling you currently what two standouts in the USF baseball program are up to Shane McClanahan who's got that incredible streak going on now it's the longest such in-season streak 11 starts in a row with at least six innings at least seven strikeouts and less than three runs no one's ever done that in a season now stretching from one to the other Randy Johnson has a 14 game streak and of course Wednesday against the Boston Red Sox if McClanahan can keep it going, that should be fun stuff. We'll be watching him in the All-Star game next week.